I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying there's, there's something I'm, I'm listening out for. Okay. Let's just, we'll just see, we'll see, we'll see if it comes up. And if this is, because, you know, we both edit this podcast and I've noticed certain tropes. Okay. Oh. Welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast, another module of this uh, modulate of this of this very fine video game podcast that looks at the impact of society, video games on society, culture, politics, everything. Really, uh, we're trying to make it a bit more highbrow, but unfortunately, I'm here to drag it. Exactly. Now. This is Jake. Yeah. All right. All right. All That's right. All I got. Yes. <laughs> what's the point, Jake? Hashtag. What's the point? Module eight. Come on, guys. Let's we can do real. this. We Let's can do real. this. And today we're doing uh, adventure games. Yes, we are. Um, which is a bit of a cop-out, really, because most games... Well, you decided. I know, I know. It was a bit <laughs> of a cop-out from my end. It's a bit of a cop-out, really, because most games are technically adventure games. I did wonder how you one defined such a genre. Well... <sighs> because I couldn't think of any that I'd really meaningfully played, and then you rattled off a list, and I'd played several You've played most of them, yeah. I mean, adventure games are, you know... I suppose really adventure games, people would see adventure games like the modern day versions of, you know, Tomb Raider or Far okay. Cry or even, you know, stealth games like Hitman, they're kind of adventure games or Skyrim, you know, Fancy World's The Witcher. Yes. You know. So they kind of encompass a, a load of different genres. So you've got your maybe your first person or your third person fighters or maybe even your action adventure titles like Assassin's Creed, you know, you, where you've got your quests. Destiny, for example, could be seen. Halo could be seen as an adventure game so anything that's set that hmm. anything i suppose with a storyline today we're talking about games <laughs> actual games Just not monaco any games not rats at not, all <laughs> yeah games and i think that's it anything that has a real narrative can be considered anything that you have to achieve a goal can be considered an, an, oh you can't say that because bejeweled would then constitute well it kind of is an adventure game oh come on <laughs> What rot? Um, yeah, no, that's more of a strategy kind of. Uh, we should do it. We should do a real time and turn based strategy. Are you talking yeah. about risk? Because I, so help me, <laughs> that's not even the drinking game thing. Is the, you mentioning the, risk? It's not. Wow. Although risk is one of them, we've got other games like Civilization, for example. You've got city builders that can fall into that strategy games. What are you knocking down? Is that Sorry. our paper that's for the quiz? It's a jiffy bag. It's a jiffy bag. Um, so yeah, so so adventure games, really, and and um, I suppose let's start with what what you've been playing the most recent. And if you mention that eighty nine p fun box, I'm going to shoot myself. In Everybody the face. loves the fun box party because that's, that's technically an adventure it's game. My version of Risk. So <laughs> uh, no, I uh, well, I, pl I played some Far Cry just because you managed to get me a copy that I could play for free. So I had a go, and you know, love the Bougainvillea. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna play at some point. We are. What, I tell you what I find slightly annoying about adventure games. Go on. Is very often, particularly with that Far Cry. Now, which one is it that we were New playing? Dawn. New Dawn. New Dawn. It's so beautiful. I mean, it is so achingly, staggeringly beautiful. Of course Whoever it is. designed that game, you know, should be knighted. It's just 
the sort of it's like post Technicolor, like the saturated exquisiteness of it. Do you know why it's saturated? Why? Do you want so so this is set seventeen years oh, after yeah. a nuclear explosion. So yes. what you're seeing is the yeah. nuclear. It's haze. Pripyat. Yes, as we're enjoying it nowadays. Yes, <laughs> which is amazing. Apparently, yeah. you've heard about this the mm. Chernobyl town. The sh- now yeah, yeah, yeah. the wildlife and the for- the fauna and flora is incredible. Yeah, uh, very mutilated. Some of it. Oh yeah, but very mutilated. Who, who, Some of the birds have got like two beaks, and yeah, but, and uh, well, most birds have got. Well, that's I mean, one beak bits. with two bits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think I think that's it is fun gorgeous. if you had like you know a rabbit with uh, a satellite antenna on its head or something that growing out of it. Fun for who, Jake? I'd, Right. Fun for who? You make me think. <laughs> no, but you're right. It is. But anyway, it's isn't staggeringly it? beautiful, and. I just kind of want to just wander around and take in that beauty for a bit. And you can. But no, because then there's everyone shooting and running and everything's chaos and off you go. So you liberate parts of the map. Yes. Those liberated parts of the map become free for you to roam. For a bit. Well, no, not for a bit. Then they, they don't they then get taken back over again? Uh, so, yes and no. And right. I mean, you basically trigger them being taken back over. So you don't leave them and then they get taken back over again. Once you've liberated an outpost, that outpost is yours. Mm. But instead of... Right at the very beginning of the Far Cry... When they rebooted Far Cry with Far Cry 2, it was set in Africa in... Well, it would have been about 2008 or 9-ish. Far Cry 2 came along and it was set in Africa. So you had all of these vast savannas and these beautiful rainforests and these beautiful mountain ranges. And it was an open world game in the greatest of senses can i see something awful go on i have no interest in africa That's no but terrible, it's beautiful it? no yeah, no but, know, but, but what they did was they introduced and everyone fire. loves the lion king no, 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 but they, I don't, i'm not interested but, i feel like all right giraffe whatever well look so Whereas, one, one like, of the advantages of setting monk. it in africa was it allowed them for a varied landscape but it also allowed them to introduce new mechanics like fire so fire was a new mechanic that was introduced in far cry 2 um an outpost was a new situation that was, so what was great about it was that you've got an outpost but if you didn't save the game you had to drive back for an hour before you could save the game this sounds like desert bus it, it kind of was a little and it was quite frustrating but because it was so beautiful and it was so great then you know people got away with it and in that game if you got an outpost and you didn't save the game or you left it for too long that outpost would be taken over again by ai but what you could do is go back to the outpost that you want and just replay them instead now what they've done here is that you can go back and trigger them so that they but they come back reinforced and you get more loot if you like from doing it again on a harder setting so yeah. the more times you reset the uh, the outpost to do again, the harder it gets. So it's not just a kind of, oh, well, let's play this outpost again and see if we can do it silently. No, it, it's going to be harder. So they don't take over automatically, answer to your question. So clear your outposts, have a bit of fun, go out hunting so you can upgrade your weapons because that's really key for Far Cry. Nice. So you need to be able to get those perk points that will allow you to upgrade your character. You need ethanol, which is the currency of the game in Far yes. Cry and that allows you to upgrade your home base which then allows you to home craft base. <laughs> that's finished yeah, that it is isn't it so it allows you to upgrade your wicks and <laughs> and then from there you, you, you can go to B&Q and from B&Q you get yeah. your workbench MFI yeah 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 so Far Cry is good we'll play through it together and, and actually what we'll do if you're listening guys in the next few weeks we'll, well post of course a video. they're listening of course they're listening and it goes out saying they're listening I mean, what is that, a test? Checkpoint. How many fingers am I? What's the point? (laughs) Carry on. 
Anyway, what I was going to say was we'll play it and we'll put a video up. Oh, yeah. We'll link it to this podcast, oh, actually. Yeah. So we'll link a video of us playing to this podcast. I'll get a webcam and everything. Oh, babes. Oh, babes. <laughs> <be fun. laughs> I can't wait. So, so that's Far Cry. And yeah. I do like that. But like I say, it just gets very stressful. It does. I mean, it, it, it does because you are in a position where you have to work your way up. You have to get yourself stronger. You have to get... You know, after What's quite, quite fun happens. was coming into the Far Cry franchise for the first time mm. with this new Dawn thing and not having the first idea, really, yeah. of what the sort of gameplay mechanism yeah. is was quite a lot of fun because I was like, uh, I was walking about and, you know, you get through the first sort of entrance way bit into yeah. this, not realising it was this humongous open world thing. Walked about a bit, there was some guns went off, freaked out, jumped into a boat, went down the river, and just hooned it for miles and miles and miles. Thought, where am I now? I'm not supposed to be here. I have not played this game right. Got out the boat. There were people there and stuff was happening. And I mean, I was like, how can this still work as a game when I'm miles from where I'm supposed to be and I haven't I surely haven't done this right. It's an open world so you can explore Which is it, an amazing Which thing. is you can explore it in any which way you want. The problem is if you end up in a part of the map that's overpowered for you, you're not gonna last long no. at all. Um you you know whatever weapon you have is 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 no better than a spitball at these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well I mean, and then you've got the, the 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 kind of the animal kingdom in there as well that attacks you if you mess it. Well, I'm not interested in Africa. Into a, into a, no, no, we're, we're in, in North Africa. America. We're in North America. No, no, I understand. But I'm just ex- let me just elaborate a bit on why I'm not interested in going to Africa, right? <laughs> because everything four times the size it's supposed to be, and it can kill you, right? So like bees, four times the size they're supposed to be, and they can kill you. Slugs, four times they can kill you. Every because too much sun, literally. Too too much energy falls on that continent, right? So everything can just grow humongously. Give me the cool temperate climes of our northerly little island where not enough sunlight hits anything for it to be able to stir enough to harm me. I'm just I saying, can appreciate that, but, um, but it's a bit, bit, bit boring. But yeah, so it's good fun. It's, it's, it's good fun. We'll, we'll play through it and you'll enjoy it more. And what you'll learn is um, the mechanic is, I'm here to learn to is, is very interesting. And you learn more. And actually, you made a really good point. You came into the Far Cry franchise without any background. And that's the beauty with this particular Far Cry. Actually, with any Far Cry it's a standalone game mm. but New Dawn follows on from 5 mm. um, but you don't have need you don't need to have played 5 although I'm going around the map now going oh my god that's Joseph Seed's church oh my oh, word right, that's Faith's region what's going on in Faith's region here okay. oh my goodness Jacob had, and you start r- sensing and realising yeah. the landmarks that were set pieces for the last game sure. have completely changed because right. nature's taken over oh, cool. 17 years later it's, it's recognisable but, nice. but not the same place I, I mean I, I did think it was you know having barely scratched the surface and not knowing what I was doing even even notwithstanding that I could tell it was a deeply impressive game. It is. I mean, but you. you what, what's interesting is that you think it's chaotic. Oh, it's not chaotic. For if you me, want chaos, chaos, you want something like Just Cause, or you want something like. Um, and now that's Saints where Row. you play. Is it you play the male? member of the band the cause and do you open with what can i do to make you love me or <laughs> breathless um we uh i think we open with live in la vida loco sorry i just got to uh, interrupt you briefly for some cause news what can i do to make you love me 
They're still together. Unbelievable. Carry on. So, so moving away from Far Cry, I suppose the traditional explanation of an adventure game would have had to have been the old school kind of point and click kind of text-based adventure games. Where, oh. uh, those really, I think, are the, the I think they're the farther off uh, games. So you've got games like we've mentioned before, Monkey Island, uh, oh. Grim Fandango, Day of the Tentacle. Uh, before that, you had games like The Dig, which was also oh. LucasArts. LucasArts was a major player in this kind of point-and-click adventure titles. They they released quite a lot. And they were beautiful. They were gorgeous. And the music was amazing. And But they're all funny. That was one of the signature marks of all of these games, was that they were funny and they were adventurous. And you felt... you Again, all of these had crafting in them, Jake. You know, so to an extent. Whatever. <laughs> but that, so those are the traditional kind of action adventures. And then you could almost argue that things like Sonic the Hedgehog or Mario or even Rayman. Yeah, but not really. They're platformers, but they're adventure platformers, right? So you're still following a story and you're still trying to explore things like Bullet Storm by EA, which I was gutted that they kind of stopped doing. So Bullet Storm. <laughs> Bullet Storm was incredible. It was a kind of futuristic. <laughs> I know it's just a lassoing. It's like every game you like is called like Power Shot <laughs> or Power Shot or Big 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 Thrust <laughs> 9 or uh, because all the other eight were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, past the water explosion nemesis carry on so that so those are action adventures but recently <laughs> the action adventure title kind of gets bigger so you got professor layton which we which we spoke about that before. and i get i mean you're pushing it, but i love that you've included that mm. no no but i don't think i am pushing i think no you're is, right you are you are right there are there are elements i mean it is an action adventure game you're around this quaint There's charming village yeah yeah you've got you're crafting in the teas i think you've got to do teas don't you and you've got to kind of get the teas right and you've got to find the mystery and how how did you do with professor later because i've got i've i've got like three of the games i think it seems i played them a lot i just blocked it all out what the professor on the little ones? yeah on the ds's a pleasure when you when you be a little stylist you found a hidden coin in the picture yeah and that bullying noise Bing. my my thing i suppose professor lighton <laughs> it was one of those there are some women right who make a fortune pretending to be little boys Bart in Simpson. studios right i met a woman i was working on something i can't remember what it was but she like most of her work is just pretending to be a little boy and she started to do like a little kid's voice and it was creepy as all really? get out man it was amazing yeah but that was the claim professor layton yeah well professor layton was you know was an interesting one I, the thing is i played them on the ds i yeah. don't know what platform you played them on i don't the know same. if they were any or if they were on any other platform actually so i don't really remember them that's interesting because i don't remember them. i remember so i, I remember, remember being blooming annoyed some of them were quite ambiguous the puzzles yes that's they really, really, really like, were no 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 when we said four quarters what we meant was for for quarters you're doing it for, for coins or something you know what i mean yeah, it's like yeah, oh yeah. whatever yeah tenuous 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 and ambiguous convoluted yeah um no i i i all i remember from from professor layton was spending hours trying to make different teas so you know different you teas what are, you, what are you talking about so you had to combine tea uh leaves yes um and it was some kind of it was almost an alchemy element of the game where you right. combine these so, so you yes, don't even I remember this all, because i hate all that yeah stuff. i loved it 
I don't mind doing. I didn't mind doing the puzzles, and I liked the little narrative, and I really liked that it looked like Dog Tanyon and the Three Musketeers. Oh yeah, basically. oh yes, it did. Musketeers. That whole oh, Musketeers. Yes. That whole kind of styling of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But when it's all the yeah, oh, can you assemble this mechanical robot? It's yes. Like, as a little side game thing, because you collected the pieces and put. It, I don't care, well, man. Well, we want to get on with the narrative. Yeah. Well, we can't talk about action adventure games without talking about games, unfortunately, like Pokemon, and 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 not unfortunately, very fortunately, games like Zelda. Mm. You know, these were these were big game changers quite literally <laughs> very much so um, you know in that sense and have enjoyed quite the reboot have you heard of a man called chen san yuan chen san Yuan? no yeah. is he some kind of asian chinese person that's found every single pokemon not well not yet he's taiwanese and he's 70 he goes around he's got a, a bike on which he's mounted now 21 mobile phones oh my to play word. it oh my 21 word. pokemon games simultaneously i mean that is the definition of catching them all yeah he's literally it? going to catch them all yeah or catch several thieves oh, do you yeah. get jazzed about pokemon go um i did because i i was never i'm i'm the generation above the pokemon lot but mm. what for me what was interesting was this utilization of a previous game i can't remember what it was but they built it on a previous game so the developers had actually mm. worked on a previous game and they created all of these geo position places already for this previous game it just didn't do well so what nintendo right. did and what what the pokemon company did was they came in and they put a layer of the pokemon stuff on top of it sure. and immediately it was great now i loved it Renim loved going out my eldest loved when it first came out she was about three or four and we used to go out and uh, you know around where we live and try to hunt for pokemon it was great until you realized how much battery power the ah. game was taking and not only that you had to be constantly connected mm. because you're on 4g and you have to and if you go out of signal and and then there were problems with the with the kind of the pokeballs catching the thing so i gave up after all and i was never going to catch them all and i never understood really what i was doing with pokemon it was just it's not something that i understand. i mean i loved i had pokemon blue right okay Way so back. you played one yeah, yeah, yeah and and i played that quite exhaustively uh and I basically, I what I liked was the adventure part of it. I enjoyed riding my little bike around yeah. Pokemon Land, and I liked sparkling lines of dialogue. Where I remember my favourite line in it said, uh, "I like shorts; they're nice and comfy." <laughs> I thought that's that's a kind of inspired line of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone had to think of that and well, write that down. It was just translated badly, probably. Yeah, mm, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I I feel like it's quite hard to con. That's someone sitting alone in a room, knowing they've got to write two thousand lines of meaningless dialogue. Yeah, for yeah, just yeah. things to say if you go up to a character you've already gone up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and going ah, and finally digging deep and finding shorts comfy. comfortable. <laughs> I think it's a work of genius. Well, Pokemon is a great example of one of those games that's kind of evolved and has a huge following. Whenever Pokemon comes out, I mean, and, and, and by the way, that generation is now 
affluent and working so that the pokemon brand is going to go on and on and on and on and on and on but there are some other games um for example mist did you ever play mist that was in no, the I late didn't. 90s um i didn't really like it and i think maybe it was one of those games that for me it was sort of because this was only on the mac is that right or am i thinking of no Facebook? it was on pc as well it was one of those weird kind of puzzle adventure sci-fi fantasy you were stuck in a castle and you had to make your way out that's right. all I remember. Or maybe that was just the first level. And I just... I gave or maybe up it was it. a school trip. Or maybe it was a school trip, yeah. yeah. But I was I was so annoyed because at the time I was playing... I used to play a lot of uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Um, I don't know if you ever played that. That was awesome fun. So I was, that was the stage where I was really into my flight sims. I really didn't play anything but... So I, that, that kind of annoyed me a little bit. And, and kind of before that, when I was at boarding school, I was playing games, things like Worms and things like really weird kind of action-adventure <laughs> games with like Four Nights. There was this game where you were... This is a, I think it's called Moonshine or something stupid like that. But you had Four Nights, all of different primary colours and yellow. And they all had... It was, like, it was almost like Shinobi. I don't know if did you ever play Shinobi, the okay. kind of ninja games. So each knight had their own kind of uh, strength, and you would visit different parts of the realm, and and you'd choose the knight that would go off and and do it. So so it was a bit for it was a bit for weird one missed. It it was it, it looked hyper realistic for the time, which was really really good. It was yeah, but it was just it was. I think you either loved it or you hated it. I think with missed you either liked it or you didn't. And if you were a little bit older, it gave you something a little bit more. It wasn't very gamey. It was more thinky, uh, which I didn't like. You amaze me. Because uh, am I right in thinking that uh, is it? I think Nintendo are talking about kind of bringing back tons of their old games, but properly like remastering up. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is a fantastic idea. Mm, mm. A good game's a good game. Yeah. I would love to play Tomb Raider three mm. in amazing graphics, mm, even mm. though it was so hard and I could never forgive them. One game that has been rebooted. Mm which I don't know if you saw about. I mean, it's been knocking around on PC, but it's coming to consoles, kids. It's Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, 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 Leisure Suit Larry. That's How been horrific. kind of in the works for a while. So I don't know I don't know where in society Leisure Suit Larry now fits. The bin. Well, exactly. The Especially bin. with all this gender fluidity stuff. Oh. I mean, I, when he's going to slap somebody on the bum and say, hey, I like your... I believe he even, like, references me too and stuff. I mean, it sounds horrific. It sounds like a cash cow. That's what it sounds like. But is it? Well, that's the question. I suppose the thing is, Jake, we live in a world now where anybody can release any game. And if you find a niche, everybody's access to the internet. Everybody can get the game. And if you are, I suppose it's like guns, right? If you really, really want to go shoot people, like we've been seeing in the last year, you're going to find a gun and you're going to do it. And you're going to find enough people to support you do it it doesn't mean that what you're doing is right oh. it just means that there are enough people that kind of condone what you're doing it, even though it's wrong on every level leisure suit larry for me is is gun wrong control on every level. is it, do you know what i mean but the point is at what point does capitalism become responsible never that's so, the trouble so there you go so there's your answer so right. there are always going to be people that are going to buy Le- leisure suit larry because of the mm. because of its historic importance and influence and actually Leisure Suit Larry was an action adventure game it was an adventure game of, of sorts you can't deny it it was wholly inappropriate mm. but it was still a wholly inappropriate adventure game so 
yeah it, it's a difficult one and and i don't think i don't i think it's one of those things that people are just going to put out just because they've got the rights to it it won't take much to do they know that they don't need to do much they're going to reference me to try to make it you know yeah. uh relevant and off the moment but yeah At 40 bucks it seems like quite a stretch for one joke hashtag what what's the, the point, point? What is the point? what's the point let's just suit larry what is the point on coming to console yeah well said yeah um so that so there are, so there are those and there are then you know then we've got the curse of monkey island we've got the salmon max series which were which are great you had Discworld by terry pratchett which was of the same vein as, as i kind find of the, i uh, what are you gonna say there are certain things right africa <laughs> <laughs> las, vegas, las, las vegas. vegas i hate las vegas right yeah terry pratchett all of which like I've had people say to me, oh, no, you, you, specifically you, Jake, you will love Las Vegas, Terry Pratchett. Well, I could tell you that what you will I'm... not love Las Vegas. Las Vegas is everything that you hate, and you I know would that. Absolutely, I, yeah, I, I know been, I would been hate loads, Las You've been loads, haven't you? Haven't you been to Vegas? No, I've never been to Vegas. Have you never been to Vegas? To I will only go if someone pays me to go. Well, you don't want to go. I no, mean, I don't it, want it, to go. You're right to be horrified by it yeah. I, I i hate vegas discord i think you'd appreciate its intelligence but i don't know if you would enjoy well, I don't, reading I don't, I don't often appreciate intelligence so <laughs> well you it's you not will something i you always will. it's not of quality i really admire uh, terry pratchett was uh, a genius i think I, I think i think i was the right age when i was reading his stuff i didn't even know that widdishins wasn't even a word he'd invented no it's yeah. a real word yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. Where's the genius? <laughs> well, the, the way the in which he... I, mean, I, mean, look, I know, I'm, st- I'm kicking the horn. I, I, kind of, I kind of blame Terry Pratchett for flat earthers uh, <laughs> because everything's, yeah. everything's on the back of a turtle and floating through space. And I think that's where, you know, the popular yeah. culture becomes reality. And, and I think that's, that's the problem. But no, I mean, Terry Pratchett is... is the Discworld series weren't great. They weren't great, but they were charming and they were weird and they, they didn't make much sense. But but I'm just mentioning them out of course of, you know, these are also adventure games. Don't forget that his daughter, Rihanna, yeah, of written, course. Mirror's Edge has written... A l- legend l- in the world of... L- Tomb Raider. Sure. Um, so, you know, so I think she learned a lot from that. And Terry, there's a beautiful story about Terry Pratchett. Was it you that was telling me? I think it was you that was telling me about... Yes, yes, it was me telling a beautiful story. About uh, how in his later life... life he, he became, became attached yes. to, to a any, video no yeah. i must have read it i'll send you so apparently he was helping this developer with i think it Definitely was in skyrim it was one of those rpg games i hate like in his latter life and near his end of his life he became very very difficult and i'll dig this article up i think it was in skyrim and terry pratchett loved rpg games right so there's the there was a couple that built this mod that allowed you to have this kind of ethereal guide within the game so it popped up and it guided you through the game Um, and it became such a huge staple thing that it became a lot of people started using it but terry pratchett slowly got to know the people that were developing it it helped him because he loved video games and he loved rpg worlds and he loved writing for these kind of stories so they created this aid for terry pratchett to help him explore 
the video game because he'll go around somewhere he'll forget where he was what he was supposed to be doing oh, wow and this aide would come and take his hand and he started writing dialogue for her and it's a beautiful story i'll see if i can link it because i think it's really really worth again this is this is the other side of video games that we can talk and sit here and, and you know take the mick out of it and, and and be kind of quite degrading about it but there are some beautiful there's some incredible things that video games does and terry pratchett spent the last few years of his life playing i think it was skyrim with this with this in-game character that he helped develop and create and Amazing. and isn't is was a guide for him in his when he was trying to escape the real world and and explore it there's some incredible stuff that that that's done i do have to thank you for your top tip last week of the co-pilot mode on xbox and brilliant isn't it just incredible so helpful yeah there have been yeah significantly less tantrums <laughs> from me as much as anyone uh, in our house yeah since, since discovering that so yeah thank you. but the, the, so this is what i mean this is where we are in the world of gaming i think that we have to start recognizing that there are tools there to help us you know whether it's co-pilot whether it's in-game guides whether it's kind of you know eye tracking for people with limited functionality of their limbs or no limbs at all you know there's there's all of this accessibility stuff which we should do a podcast on at some point i think the kind of we'll speak to special effect which is a charity working for disabled people to get them gaming microsoft have a specific controller for people that can't use normal controllers um so there's an incredible amount of, of great stuff out there and the best way to learn how to use i still believe that the best way to learn how to use a controller is to jump into an action adventure game and explore the world (laughs) why not (laughs) shake your hand up and down sure um i feel like we've probably talked enough and we should do the quiz do you agree what's going on with the quiz i've done your quiz is it multiple choice? No, it's not multiple choice oh. because it doesn't work. Okay, it so... It kills the only entertaining element of the quiz, which one, is someone... Did you hear that, Rob? Did you hear that, everybody? Everybody that voted for this, you can blame Jake. Um, no one voted. Like, no one cares. I love that you think people care. If you have <laughs> so something you say, to should say... I, should, do you think the checkpoint graphic should be uh, lilac or pale blue? Everyone's um, like, oh, I don't care, mate. Just crack on. I, I'm not saying to us it's not important. So let's let's I'm agree that to everyone it's, else. It's, they it's, don't it's one set each, right? We're at one set each. And one <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So this arbitrary. So after, let me get this right. Eight modules. After six weeks, okay. you decided that was one set, and now after two weeks, well, you're, you're deciding that's again. another set. You're changing the format again. I'm changing okay, it listen, back. I'm let's not... listen. Right, it's like Top Gear. Okay, it's nothing like. It's exactly like Top Gear when you had oh, Quentin Wilson a, the, and Tiff Nadell to... and Jeremy Clarkson. It was a different thing. Then Jeremy Clarkson, James May, and Richard Hammond came along, and they created the Top Gear track. And now you've come back with uh, a new set of hosts, Matt LeBlanc and Rory and Chris, and they've got a different. Well, they had a different track to start with, but the the board's constantly changing because the tracks Incredible. are all different. Incredible. So we're now reverting right. back to the original. So let me just check. Are we different people to the people we were two weeks ago? No, but the format is right, different. Right, right. The format's different. No. It's when you do, when the you only, do... I tell you, the only way in which this is like Top Gear is that, that you are trying to contrive 
some sort of animosity between the two of us. If you have something to say, then email us at checkpoint at magviewsmedia.com. Back me up. Uh, hashtag what's the point by the way i don't get to see those emails so if you're writing saying jake's right <laughs> i never see that so you might as well tweet us right tweet us which is at checkpoint mz uh, or, or visit us at checkpointmagazine.com thank you go on let's then. do the quiz <laughs> fine <laughs> set three whatever question one which PC game was delayed in its release because inside it there was a hidden picture of one of the developer's bodies? Which game got delayed on because PC? they realised that there was a hidden picture of a developer's bum bum uh, in it? On a, it's a PC game? Yes. I mean, it was on... Several platforms, I think. Oh, it was on several Probably. platforms. But, uh, but I, the PC version. No idea. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Forever. Thank you. Thank you. You see how easy this is? Duke Nukem. Forever. Forever. Many thanks. It's been lovely chatting. <laughs> Question two. On what school did Silent Hill base their oh. school? Oh. So in the Silent Hill, I don't play any of those game. horror games. We what need to speak about the, horrors. Actually, what was it? We, I really want to do that next week. I kind of fancy getting my. I don't play any of me. them. No, I find them very intense and very frightening. Uh, so Hill. which school was what it? What was the school on? based on? Eton. Eton. Okay, thank you. Question three. Describe what Sega's blast processing on the Genesis console did. So they they said. We've got this new kind of processor, and we do blast processing. What did it do? <sighs> I don't even. I don't even know. Blast processing. I don't know. Change it from 16-bit to 32-bit. 16-32. Thank you. You're not. You're not thankful. You're thankful. Thank you. You've got this smug look on your face. <laughs> oh, wow. You've got this smug wow. look on your. As smug face. as a man who makes up the rules <laughs> of the quiz week, week in, week out. Question four. Come on then. Okay. Imagine the scene. I don't want to. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> You've walked in on me in the bath. Oh my goodness! I'm in the middle. Do of... you a get in? <laughs> B. No, this is not multiple choice. <laughs> You've walked in on me in the bath and, I don't know, perhaps I'm vigorously agitating a loofah trying to shift some scaly skin. I don't know. <laughs> what should you do? Is the loofah important in this? No. Drop the mic? No. Walk <laughs> what game should you play? There, I'll put it in, I'll capture it in those terms. Uh, so, say again, you're, I caught you in the bath, what game should I be playing? Yeah, and you've, yeah. It's been very disturbing. What game should you I don't, play? I don't... Uh, what game should I be playing? Um, <coughs> um, what game should you. you be playing if you are in the bathtub scrubbing yourself? Well, you've, the point is you've seen me and it's been traumatising. I, I don't, don't, don't worry about the specificity I don't, I don't, of the I don't, bath. I don't know. It's the trauma. It's the trauma. I mean, it. I wouldn't play a game. I... I I, I, that's the yeah, last thing I'd be thinking of. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say if I saw you playing, if I saw you in the bath, um, and I'm traumatized, what game would I play? I play Risk. 
course you would. Okay, thank you. Finally. Question five. <laughs> yeah, just I hate that sneaky smug grin. What? You'll get this one, I think. No, I won't. You will? No, because the thing is with me is that I'm really crap when it comes to tests. I retain stupid knowledge. Mm. But this, this, this exposes me. Go on. This is imposter. Of all their discs, which one brought Aerosmith the most revenue? Uh, Paradise City. Thank you. Okay, let's go through it, shall we, Tamir? Oh, why? brilliant. Hashtag, what's the point? Hashtag, what is the point when people are literally moving the goalposts week in, It's week not out? Paradise City. That's not Aerosmith. Take me down. That's not Aerosmith. Well, that's what that's you said. That's not Aerosmith. I have to accept your first answer. Uh, it would have to be... Uh, oh, Don't okay. worry about it. All right, fine. I asked you which PC game was delayed in its release because it had a hidden picture of the developer's body. No idea. It's Halo 2. Was it Halo 2? Yeah, wrong kind of Halo. Wrong kind of Halo. I then asked you... My uh, favourite Halo game of all time, actually. Yeah, just for, for, the, for that graphic. Um... <laughs> I then asked you, uh, in Silent Hill, what did they base the school no on? No idea. I never played Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Devil May Cry. Those aren't not my games. They based it on... You said Eton. Mm. They based well, it bro. on the one off of Kindergarten Cop. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> so in a video game. In a video game. He was, actually. Terminator was... Anyway. Mm-hmm. I then asked you, uh, describe what Sega's blast processing no on the idea. Genesis did. Well, you said converted it from 16 to 32 bits. It basically did nothing at all. Right, okay. It was basically just marketing. Fine. And they said, you've got to have blast processing to play, because the, they were having a big battle with the SNES, I think. Yes. And uh, it, it allowed the console to draw just a little bit more power, but it wasn't actually meaningfully deployed in any game. So how to waste more electricity unnecessarily. It was, it was literally a marketing ploy. Right, okay. Question four. Imagine the scene you've walked in on me on the bath. We don't need to revisit that imagery. What right. game should you play? You said Risk. That may be right for you. Tim. It is. I, mean, I think this is a Myers-Briggs kind of sure. test here. Sure. I'll accept that's right for you. Thanks. But... What's the answer? Tetris. <laughs> in 2009, researchers determined that Tetris inhibited painful flashbacks when they exposed three groups of people to a 21-minute video showing traumatic events. I remember seeing I remember seeing uh, that yeah. article, actually. So what they found was that members of the group that played Tetris for 10 minutes after having seen this horrible thing uh, had fewer flashbacks about the events in the video than those in the other groups who were asked to either do nothing or take a quiz. Wow. Yeah. Apparently because playing a game engages a part of the brain responsible for storing memories. It defrags your brain is what you're saying. By doing the Tetris things Basically, you are physically defragging yourself. Just, you're, you're, just formatting. <laughs> you're formatting. Um, apparently up to six hours after a traumatic event if you play Tetris you'll have less nightmares. Amazing. That's incredible. I know. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, and the final question was uh, what disc will Aerosmith most revenue you said Paradise City. it's just completely the wrong band but that's I mean like, I don't know I don't I don't. I was thinking Burnout Paradise business. yeah of course take me out of course but yeah, actually but, but actually Guitar Hero 
Of course it Aerosmith was. Aerosmith edition. Of course it was. Uh, of course it was. They sold uh, over three million copies worldwide. And uh, following that, sales of their music went up 40%. But they said that that disc brought them more revenue than any of the their band's previous albums. albums. Yeah, it, well, it makes sense. Uh, it makes absolute sense because they were. Pre- it was a premium, you know, that was, exactly. that was the thing. And you had to pay... In any games like Just Dance or, or Guitar Hero or any of those hero games, yes. you have to pay for the add-on music. Yes. So you're effectively paying as you would be paying for a single on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. So... So, in fact, that was, you know, that model was brought in not long after iTunes kind of started acquiring, oh, sorry, Table, started acquiring all of these kind of, and for ages they didn't have the Beatles, that was one of their their big things, iTunes, Mm -hmm. so they had all of this library, and then other kind of, Spotify and other developers of other kind of, Sony had their own back catalogue, so it started, the digital era kicked off there, but yeah, of course it was Aerosmith Guitar Hero, so no points. Nul point. Nul point. So, I uh, presumably that's another set to you. Well, I presumably. Think, yeah, I think why not? If I understand how this works correctly. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, think, yeah. I, I think you. Off. I think you've got it. You've got it. You've got it. You've got it nailed. No, well done. That was. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Well done. Another embarrassing. Uh, no, because show you know what? For me, the point of the quiz is that it's illuminating. It's just a mechanism to talk about interesting facts about video games. Okay. But for you, it's all like, win, win, win. I must play Thunder Kill 9. I must play Meat Missile 4. Meat Missile. Revenge. I must play... Hot Sauce 3. Power Smash. <laughs> Power Smash. Pregnant again. Yeah. Alpha Slap 9. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh... Anyway. That was the quiz. Yeah. That was it. And that was um, that was our. I'm I'm just going to say our first podcast about adventure games. All of these things I think we'll revisit. We're not trying to be yeah. comprehensive. So if you want us, if there are any that you would love to talk about. And talk about them. We will talk about any of them, and, and we're only theming them really because it gives us some kind of structure to talk about. Otherwise, we yeah. end up we, we've we've tried it before, haven't we? We've ended up on an hour and a half, two hour podcasts, yes. um, and and it's it's not good. So, look, action adventure games are great, and we look, when we come to action adventure games, we haven't even spoken about the yakuzas and the shenmus and and all the kind of the Japanese offerings and, no. and all that kind of stuff. So, there's lots to talk about. So, I think you can really put everything into the action adventure title right now. Now, I think for people that are looking for a good action adventure game, Assassin's Creed Origins and Assassin's Creed Odyssey are amazing. Really? Um, go away and buy those because it's a lot of game for not a lot of money or for an equal amount of money as everything else. There's a huge amount of missions to play. You know how I feel about Red Dead Redemption? Yes. Not a big fan. Yes. Um, but from the same company, Rockstar, there's L.A. Noir. Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about We were going to talk about Alain which you can talk very briefly about, actually, if you want to. It's it's an interesting mechanic. Well, I love it. takes it into a different era, right? Well, I particularly loved that, it, yeah, um, you, you got some of the kind of music that I, I'm kind of more keen on, uh, certainly more than Aerosmith. And I, I love that sort of historical setting. Um, you know, I'd love to see more stuff in that. I remember a very angry South Park episode about it where they basically just go off on one really, really angrily, just screaming, you can just smash the buttons, it doesn't... There's no consequence to the decisions you make. It doesn't matter if you fail a mission. 
It just goes, rather than saying, congratulations, you earned a promotion, it goes, inexplicably, you've earned a promotion. You didn't deserve it. But it's like, still had to move you on. Yeah, it was set in that kind of private eye era of the 1940s, I think it was, late 40s, early 50s. Very much a Philip Marlowe kind of era. Yeah, post-war. Humphrey Bogart. And one of the greatest things on that was what what it was a showcase for, uh, not many people may know this, but L.A. Noir was actually a showcase for facial reactions. So you were able to tell if some, you were supposed to be able to tell if somebody was lying or telling the truth from the way that their face moved so they spent a lot of money and a lot of time doing facial mocapping motion oh. capture um to try to get those nuances that you see on on screen i wasn't very good at that i wasn't i didn't no. think it worked i think it and actually we've not seen another la but the the story was incredible i loved it uh, yeah i mean that that was the sort of frustration was that the gameplay wasn't much cop but I I loved driving around LA and I loved yeah. listening to the radio and all of the styling of it was just gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful game, um, and that's the thing with Rockstar. They do beautiful games. It's just uh, sometimes the game's a little bit lacking. Yeah, a little bit lacking. Anyway, that leads it's us quite nicely. I think I know we've <laughs> achieved almost nothing with our lives, but fine. Um, if you have anything that you want to say, you can get us on any of our well, social media anything. platforms. Well, anything. We'll just filter out the stuff that we okay, don't want to fine. talk about. Okay, um, thank you to everybody who's been tweeting. I know we haven't yes. got a chance to kind of come back to you. We will. We promise we'll kind of be a bit more comprehensive uh, next time with, yes. with those. Um, but if you want to get a hold of us, the best way to do it is actually just go to the website, checkpointmagazine.com. On there, all of our social media links are there. You can get us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're doing a Patreon the magazine's coming out in a couple of weeks as well lots of ways to get in touch also we're really grateful uh, to everyone who has subscribed and shared and we've been amazed at how many people have and it would really help if you haven't subscribed and you haven't told everyone gosh you've got to listen to this uh, it does really really help um, if you'd love to leave a, if you'd like to leave a review if you've got nothing else to do in your next trip to the toilet that would be brilliant we'd thank love you. that yeah thank you very much and, and we hope you enjoy it um, you know it's been fun. It's 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 been good, and we've yeah, been amazed. Is it? is it over? Yeah, it's over. That's it's it. The way you're talking, it sounds like you're wrapping up. No, I'm, I'm wrapping up the podcast. Okay. No, what I was going to say was it's been fun, and it's been fun. What I was going to say actually was it's been fun watching the the kind of download numbers go up, and actually week on week we've been getting more and more listeners so thank you very much for your yes. support we really really do appreciate it and we we hope you enjoy uh enjoy our ramblings um Stop ramblings mate what what did you write on that you didn't say it i'm gonna keep it here right here face down for the next one okay i'm gonna see if you say you said it every podcast really it's, and prior and, and, and it wasn't risk it tonight you it wasn't nearly risk. said it tonight it's not risk it's not risk is it basically Nope. Bye.